The gospel is the good news of salvation through the Lord Jesus Christ, but it is only good news to those who hear it. Every believer is to go with the gospel. Today, we study with Scott Pauley what God's Word teaches about becoming a more effective witness for Christ. Every generation needs one thing. Every generation needs the gospel. When the Lord Jesus Christ came to earth, His earthly ministry was a gospel ministry. The early church, what were they consumed with? Instead of the book of Acts, they were consumed with getting the gospel out. The Apostle Paul wrote his letters and repeatedly articulates the gospel. He stated in Romans chapter 1, verse number 1, that he had been separated unto the gospel. So every generation is responsible for getting the gospel to their generation. And our generation is in desperate need of the gospel of Christ. True followers of Christ must get busy doing their part to fulfill God's plan. The work of the gospel is the work of every believer. We're talking about putting the go in the gospel, and we've come to the great gospel text in 1 Corinthians chapter 15. It is really the one place in Scripture where we have the most uh, concise, uh, complete explanation of the ingredients of the gospel. 1 Corinthians 15 verse 1 Paul says, Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preached unto you, which also ye have received, and wherein ye stand, by which also ye are saved, if ye keep in memory what I preached unto you, unless ye have believed in vain. For I delivered unto you first of all that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures, and that He was buried, and that He rose again the third day according to the Scriptures." Now, there are four gospel records in our Bible, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, but there's really only one gospel. So it's much better to say the gospel according to Matthew, the gospel according to Mark, according to Luke, according to John. Uh, here we might even say uh, the gospel according to Paul because it's the same gospel, one gospel, and that is the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. The word itself is used 98 times in the New Testament, and it literally means good news. You know, in a world of constant 24-hour news cycles with lots of bad news, isn't it refreshing to hear some good news every now and then? Well, this is good news for all people for all time. The good news of Jesus Christ is the only thing that can address the sinful condition of every heart and the evil in our world. And so what we have to do as believers is take a fresh look at the old story. It is perennially fresh. And then we must rededicate ourselves by the grace of God to try to get the gospel to as many people as possible. And Dr. Lee Robertson once observed that if people are not being saved, one of two things is wrong. Either the gospel has lost its power or believers are not giving it out. Now, we know the gospel has not lost its power. Oh no, my friend, it is the power of God and the salvation to everyone that believeth. So God's people obviously are not giving it out like they ought to be giving it out. You see, we've got to do more than know the truth. We've got to make it known. Notice that the Apostle Paul said, I delivered unto you first of all that which I also received. Isn't that the divine order? It just makes sense. You relay what you receive. 
Now, what book of the Bible are we in? We're in 1 Corinthians. And what was 1 Corinthians written for? It was written to correct certain abuses and disorders in the local church. As a matter of fact, the verse just before 1 Corinthians 15 says, Let all things be done decently and in order. So he's setting things in order. And churches, Christians, often get distracted and get detoured from their primary work. And it's very interesting to me that it's in this context that the Holy Spirit reminds us of the truth of the gospel. You see, I believe the gospel is what keeps you individually and collectively on mission. It's, it's the spiritual reset button. It's the center and heart of it all. And when we forget the gospel, and when we fail to be engaged in gospel work, then we have missed everything. 1 Corinthians 15 typically has been called the great resurrection chapter of the Bible. And indeed it details, as you read on and on, the power of this living Savior. But the resurrection is one part of the gospel. We might say it is the great climactic part of the gospel. Uh, But the gospel in its entirety is the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Christ and why He did that. Not just historically that He did it, but it happened for our sins. And so the Apostle Paul opens this chapter by saying, I declare unto you the gospel. I love this phrase, a key phrase in verse 3 and verse 4. It's repeated, according to the Scriptures. It's very important that we understand that the gospel of which we speak is not good news from a man. It's good news from God. It's not simply the power of positive thinking. It is not simply, uh, you know, trying to make people feel better about themselves. It's not that good news at all. No, it's the good news that actually starts with the bad news, that we're all sinners and lost. But the good news is Jesus is the Savior and He will find us, and He will save us. Praise God for that. And so, it's good news from God. Everything that we believe about the person of Christ and everything that we believe about a personal relationship with Christ is based upon what God has revealed according to the Scriptures. This is God's Word, this good news. Believers love to quote the last verse of this famous chapter. I hear it quoted frequently. Verse 58 says, Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord for as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. And uh, that gets applied to lots of different things. But could I ask you, what is the work of the Lord? We, We quote the verse, but in its context, what is the work of the Lord we're to be steadfast in? What is the work of the Lord we're to be unmovable in? What is the work of the Lord we're to be always abounding in? What is the work of the Lord that as we labor in it, it's not in vain? I would suggest to you, The work of the Lord is the work of the gospel. It's not us finding something we want to do, we want to give our attention and effort to, and then asking God to bless it. Instead, it's finding what God wants done in this world, which is getting the gospel out and getting engaged in that and believing God will bless that. He always blesses the work that begins with Him. And so our work, indeed, is to be gospel work. You can't claim that promise if you're not engaged in the work God has given us to do. So, what should we do with this gospel? Well, let me give you some thoughts. Number one, we need to get reacquainted with the good news ourselves. You know, those who know the Lord Jesus Christ have something that this generation desperately needs, and that is good news. But the problem is, sometimes we forget truly how good it is and how desperately they need it. You can't share what you do not possess. And you cannot give what you're not excited about giving. Paul said, I'm delivering to you what I've also received. 
I'm making known what has been made known to me. So you need to know some things. First, you need to know the elements of the gospel. What are they? Well, simply put, they are the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Christ. But now listen to this very carefully. The Bible says Christ died for our sins. 1 Corinthians 15, verse 3. It's not just that He died. Lots of people say He died and they don't know why He died. He died for our sins. Then He was buried. Why was He buried? He was buried to carry your sins far away. And why was He resurrected? He rose from the dead to give us eternal life. You see, we must identify these three key elements, these three parts of the gospel, but we must always connect it to individuals. And then not only should you know the elements of the gospel, you need to know you've had your own experience with the gospel. You need to know you've had your own encounter with the risen Christ. In the same chapter, Paul talks about himself seeing the risen Christ and experiencing the grace of God. It wasn't secondhand faith, and it can't be secondhand faith to you. Make very sure you are saved today, that you know the Lord Jesus. And then if you have, by God's grace, ask the Lord to use you to pass the good news on to someone else today. Thank you for listening to Enjoying the Journey. Would you like to learn more about how to witness for Christ? Or perhaps teach these lessons to others? You may order this series in a special Go Kit, complete with teacher helps, duplicable student guides, and additional training resources. Simply go to scottpauley.org for more information. We would love to hear from you and help you in any way possible. May God use all of us to go with the gospel today.